0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Three, two, one. Do you know what I feel like doing? Getting in the ring and facing Charlotte Flair? I feel like inventing women's wrestling, kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Lowdown. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on all things women's wrestling related, and I'm joined by my co-host.
1: What up, guys? Is AIM on the mic, and you know, Kev, some people say Stephanie McMahon has invented women's wrestling.
0: No, I did. I created the women's evolution, revolution, and every other ocean out there. <laughs> but before we get into today's pod, I'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with. Anybody and everybody you know. Yeah, brother. Really. I have been on a binge. I feel as if I'm in Minecraft creative mode where we decided to do this Mount Rushmore of wrestling in general. And so on and so forth. And I've gotten in the mood to build more mountains. And I think we should put this mountain right next to the other one just for landscaping purposes. And today we're here to talk about the Mount Rushmore of women's wrestling. I feel like this is a topic long overdue for us. And, you know, we're going to give our two separate mountains. And then later on in another podcast, we're going to collaborate because tag team Wrestling is the best thing ever. We're gonna do a tag team Mount Rushmore. So we're, we're gonna kick it off. I'm gonna give it to you first. You know, ladies first. I'm gonna give it to you, of course. Thank you, thank you. Uh, what is your first entry here on the Mount Rushmore of women's wrestling?
1: The first woman, I gotta say, i go for the, the-
0: long hanging fruit. Don't you dare! <laughs>
1: I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna do one because oh. I don't know, because do I do it when that's, like, I, you know, I'm going to do it because somebody who I saw wrestling, not really, you know, established, but a Hall of Famer, Stacey Keebler. Okay. Um. She uh, She was the first woman ever to take an RKO, and that's, like, the first like, time I ever saw an RKO in person. It was Randy Orton and Stacey Keebler. Randy was trying to face the other of WrestleMania, and Randy's, like, I need to get away of all the distractions and taking an RKO, for all the wrong reasons, I'm picking Stacey Cable. For number five, uh, I'm picking Stacey Cable.
0: You know, that that's a very you pick, you know, in the best way possible. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to go for, like, the obvious ones, but I feel like those are later on in the list. Figure, <clears> make the list now, um, make it better, spice yeah. it up a little bit. Um, for me, I guess I'm going to go with. And I don't want to get controversial, but I feel like as if you can't really not acknowledge this person. I'm gonna go with Charlotte. No, Charlotte ah. Flair. I'm gonna go with Charlotte Flair for the simple reason: all of the titles she has won. You can't really argue the fact. As much as you know, people have their opinions on her, and blah blah mm-hmm. blah. She is the most dominant force we've seen in wrestling to date. I mean, mm-hmm. this is including people like Trish Stratus, Lita, Sasha Banks, Bailey, everybody. It just goes without saying, and I know I have more historical picks down this list, but mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair, I feel like, is one of those people you really cannot deny anymore. It's it's just she is the, like whenever you think of women's wrestling, at least in my opinion, I think of Charlotte Flair, at least one of the opinions here. But oh. uh, Hey, you know, desk. also, and if when you talk about women's revolution,
1: you think about the person who took it out of the Divas era and brought it back mm. to the women's wrestling. M- mind you, it wasn't just Charlotte, you have other people like Sasha, like Bailey doing those Iron Man matches, Iron Woman matches, and NXT, and you also have like Paige and AJ just starting to build that women's revolution, and then Charlotte and the rest of them just taking the ball and running with it. So, if we don't say any of them, it's not just we don't think they're. And then there are other people as well that we feel like deserve more of a spotlight, like Stacey Keibler. like I said, because you know,
0: are yeah, they nowhere, they nowhere? there's so many like that I, I can almost guarantee won't make the list. Like, you can go on and say, like, Sherry Martel. you can even go fabulous on and say, like, blah. Fabulous, mm-hmm, given controversy. Uh-huh. Uh, Beth Phoenix, I know, is one of them too. Um, it's more or less trying to narrow it down to five like clear cut reasonings yeah. to why they should be there. But yeah, I don't want to take away from any of the other talents out there as well. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to pass it off to you. You're number four.
1: My number four, it's going to be somebody who was actually real entertaining. And it's going to be two because they both go together. And it's going to be Michelle McCool and Layla. I feel like they were sports entertainment. They granted TNA was doing it better, but I was intrigued. They were annoying. I hated them. I didn't want to see them on my there's a fire outside my apartment. Um, They were just Killing it on SmackDown with the women's Champion being too cool. And I think they were a perfect heel. Like, you know, that, like, bully types that I don't want to see you on my screen, I want you not to hold the title, get off of my screen. And tell me if I'm wrong, do you agree, Layla? Back in 09, 08, they were tearing it up on SmackDown.
0: That was, like, the prime, like, time for them. Um, I remember when they split the title and they walked around with, like, each oh, half. Oh, I mean, yes, I remember
1: that. They
0: walked around with half, and it was, like, uh, like clearly broken in the middle. Like, it was their mm-hmm. own special title. Yeah. And, you know, Lay Cool in general, each talent alone, Layla and Michelle McCool, obviously way ahead of their time. I, yeah, I feel... they, com-
1: they complement each other so well. You th- you look at them, they're like, oh, they can't be together, but they just bounced off left and right with each other.
0: Yeah, and uh, even like Michelle McCool right now, she comes back for like the uh, Women's Royal yeah. Rumble. She can hang with that group. She's Mm -hmm. very much like if I had to compare her to anybody at the time, it is the Charlotte Flair of her time where she was athletic. She could move. It was more or less yes, she looks amazing, but -hmm. she can also back it up in the ring. So I I would never
1: I would never I don't know if you saw the last ride documentary, but Undertaker said he wasn't wait, the day he met her. The football landed at her. Undertaker asked her to throw the ball, and she threw it like a guy. And Undertaker is like, "I with all the women's back in the day, not knowing how to throw a football, and she's able to freaking do a perfect spiral back at me. Like I was like, shit. Undertaker like, you knows how to pick them. Mm.
0: There he. It was such a weird pairing as well, yeah. like Michelle McCool and The Undertaker. Yeah, like okay, but I respect it. They they're just like the wrestling power couple, really, mm-hmm. really and truly." But um, I'm going to do a pick here for historical reasons and for the fact a moment with this particular um, talent sticks with me in my mind forever. Mm. And that is the lovely Mae Young. Uh, yeah. May Young has literally given her body to wrestling for the... Longer than Ric Flair, I would have and that's saying something <laughs> like she was taking table bumps at like 80. I would even go as far to say, like, you know, a little bit older. But there's just something about Mae Young whenever she was on the screen, especially in her later days where it was just you had to watch it. I mean, I remember that when Mark Henry was going through that sexual chocolate phase mm-hmm. when she was in bed with Mark Henry.
1: And the hand. She did and, right
0: Yes, yeah, so it's just like funny moments like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, they named the May Young Classic after her. Yeah, she just did everything. She first debuted in the 1940s, mm-hmm. and she wrestled through World War II. Yeah, so it's crazy. It's insane. Like May Young is such like the word pioneer gets thrown around a lot, but um, it's people like her, Alundra Blaze, who threw the women's championship in the trash live on TV, like. It is those like specific moments that really stick out in the annals of wrestling history. That includes the guys as well.
1: Yeah, no, and I, I wish when I, I wish when I, if when I could be around Mae Young's age to go through a table, cause that, cause going to WWE tables are soft, but you're still going through a table. And it was and the then, Dudleys
0: that put yeah. her through the table, right?
1: Yeah, it was the Dudley. So I'm like, if I could be as tough as Mae Young as she was that age. checks out for me. I'm going to put Mae Young. I I, I agree with you. Mae Young belongs in that, in the Women's Hall of Fame, and the Women's Mount Marshmallow as well.
0: Of course, of course. So now, I believe, if my math is correct, we're going on to our number three picks.
1: Number three pick. There's a lot to go on. And I'm going to pick another woman who actually got me back into women's wrestling, and that is Caitlyn.
0: Oh, Caitlyn. I remember her.
1: Caitlyn, another person of, of... of, uh, for her time, like, bringing women's wrestling back. While you everyone was, like, models and everything, she was, like, actually wrestling, outpacing everyone. And I think she's, like, one of the women that's overlooked nowadays where we have all these other amazing talents. But I think she is one person who was ahead of her time. And I feel like she would have shined in, like, take takeovers NXT in that era of NXT.
0: Before we continue the show, I wanted to take a little time to talk about Noom, Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. dot .com slash believe. BL for sure. And she, like, I guess not to like downplay it, but like her and AJ Lee came up together. Yeah. And they were kind of like AJ Lee shot off to stardom. And of course, Caitlin did as well. But as far as like brighter stars at the time, AJ Lee was clearly the person who had the cult following at the yeah. time. And WWE
1: was trying to push Caitlin. And it was kind of like the Michael and, um, Shawn Michaels and Marty Gennelli, like, who was that? Everyone thought Kaitlyn um, was going to be the Marty, um, Shawn Michaels, but then, like you said, this cold fly just raised AJ Stott to the moon. Shout out to Cameron Grimes. Uh, to the moon. But yeah, no, and I feel like, like I said, do you give me a head over time and in in wish she was in, like, in the takeover era?
0: Yeah, no, 100%. Like, Caitlyn, to me, was one of those underrated uh, women's wrestlers back in that day. Of the
1: Divas wrestling
0: era. Yeah, and she left the... Yeah, it was during the Divas era where they still had the Butterfly Championship, Mm -hmm. and it was more or less based on looks versus, like, actual quality work. Yeah. And that is the thing that AJ Lee pushed over. And you mm-hmm. can argue to say that AJ Lee was the one who really got this ball in motion. Yes. The Bella twins were there doing their thing, yeah. but they were a part of the divas era. And yeah. AJ Lee was the one to really push it over her Paige, Caitlin, mm-hmm. like those are the three that I really think about moving forward that really ushered in a new era of uh, women's wrestling.
1: Yeah. So what's your number three?
0: So my number three, I don't know if she'll be higher on your list or vice versa. And I have one that I know mm. at some point you might say, but uh, I'll try to I'll try to have faith she'll make it to my number one. Um, Mickey James, Mickey James is very transformative. Uh, she started in two thousand two, uh, her work in TNA coming into WWE, and then she, what she just did at the Women's Royal Rumble. I mean, yes, you can talk about like how she's such a great worker in the ring, technically one of the best but she went into TNA impact, won the women's championship, the knockouts championship. And then she decided to say, Hey, you know, WWE is the door open. Can I come through and, um, fight within the women's Royal rumble and bring the knockouts championship down your ramp, use my TNA impact music and carry the flag of my company. And, she did just that. It it's something that is so unheard of. I remember we were talking about this a while back for the Royal Rumble, like the pop she got. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact you never see another company mentioned or referenced within WWE. And this goes as far as even well, referencing well, NXT. Yeah. Like they don't even do that.
1: Like the only times they make the only times they made uh a reference of TNA was always. Like making fun a of joke, America. yeah, and then they raised TNA's flag. up. I always said I wish that was kept like a secret instead of announcing it on the thing. Like, oh, oh yeah, because yeah. like, like I said, I feel like the pop would have been much bigger if you heard her country song from TNA without knowing it. Because I feel like I, I still get goosebumps thinking if it was that it was surprised. But you know, Mickey James, you know, she did so much. She's been through so much. My number two is gonna be. Uh Paige, and mm, uh, dang it. Paige. Dang Paige, it. Paige is gonna. That be- wasn't
0: the one I was referencing, by the uh, way. But you I, know, I, I, that I, was did. definitely one of them.
1: Sometimes I'm torn because there's two people because like like how uh, Michelle McCool and Layla compliment each other. Paige and this other person where I thought um, compliment each other. Paige, you know, 20 years old, 21, coming in and just beating a uh, beating AJ Lee. Um, yeah, I was about to say Styles, AJ Lee. At the night after Mania, that pop being the youngest Divas champion. Once again, we talk about ahead of her time, boom, taking it and shaking things up. Not her, your average Diva. Not like the blonde, very, like a goth kind of look. And just shaking things up. And that was amazing. That You see this rookie, you never know. You're like, oh, she's not going to win the title. But then, boom. I was like, oh, my God. She won the title.
0: Mm-hmm. I... Couldn't agree enough. Um, also, she, was,
1: she also just left the company next and next month. She's leaving, so best of luck for her.
0: Might for, be making uh, a debut somewhere yeah. else. May, might be making things elite very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to bring up um, for my number two, and this was tough. But since you bundled two people together, I think mm-hmm. I get one of those cards yep, as well. I enough, just, just enough. give me, uh, throw me a bone here. Yeah, um, fair enough. Trish Stratus and Lita. Uh, you can't argue. And this is without saying Trish deserves her own spot. Lita deserves her own spot. But in the sake of having only five choices here, I think it's warranted.
1: Oh, no, I I feel like you can't say one name while mentioning the other because they're synonymous with each other. So I feel like that's fine.
0: Yeah, it is like the John Cena, Randy Orton of women's wrestling, where it's like Trish Stratus was her own thing. Lita with Team Extreme just being over the top. Same thing with AJ Lee and what Lita did back then. Yes, it was all models and stuff back then, but Lita stood out amongst the crowd. High flyer, Mm -hmm. just over-the-top stuff. And then Trish Stratus being the model, but also backing it up in the ring. Something that made a big imprint on the business.
1: Oh, no, 100%. If you look at her earlier work in the company, she was really bad because she was just a model. And then she just improved and improved and put in the work, put in the time, put in the effort. It's always about the drive. It's all about the passion. They, well, what's that rock song? I was trying to uh, continue with the rock song.
0: It's about grind. grind it's about power.
1: Yeah, thank you. But <laughs> um, you know, but tr- uh, Trish literally defined the eyes, saying, "I don't want to be here just because of my looks. I want to be here because of my skill." And she learned, and she—I uh, don't think a lot of people give her credit for that. Everyone just assumes that oh, Trish has just, just been this over-the-top worker, but she hasn't. And she put her time in it and made herself one of the best women's wrestlers of all time. And I'm gonna go with an honorable mention before we go to number one. Okay. Um, and I gotta say, it, it's high. I'm gonna do AJ Styles. AJ AJ, AJ Lee. God damn it!
0: <laughs> You're really stuck on the phenomenal. <laughs> one. No,
1: I really am. You know what? He has my he, he has a soccer mom haircut. Put him in an honorable mention. Nah. AJ Lee. You know, we talked about Caitlyn. Enough said about it. I don't want to drive it home, but AJ Lee, I feel like should also be an honorable mention for me.
0: I thought you were going to go Santina Morella.
1: Oh, Santina. I forgot. She's my number one.
0: (laughs) Number one has to be. Um, For my number or my honorable mentions here, um, I'm going to bring up just like a few of them. I did mention Alondra Blaze back then, Mm -hmm. Medusa. Um, I could go on to say like the Bella Twins, uh, you know, Gail Kim, Natalia. You know, those are just a few names, and I don't want to take away from it, but Jacqueline as well. Yeah. I feel like that's a name that you can't really. Not bring up whenever you talk about women's wrestling, but leading into my number one, hopefully it is not yours, but if it is, hey, you know, what a way to branch into the tag team wrestling topic. But my number one is China. My number one is China. It's just without a doubt the most rightful spot she deserves. You know, being a part of D Generation X, her literally winning the men's intercontinental championship. Like, It is something at the time that was so transformative, so just out of, like, I don't want to say taboo, but it was just out Out of the social norm. Yeah, Yeah. it was out of left field. And, you know, for them to have that much faith in her to carry the title and for her to hang with the men, Mm -hmm. to at times even overpower them. I mean, it was just amazing. And for her to get her due diligence in the hall. Finally,
1: finally over, you know. Yeah, for um, so long, she was
0: blackballed for, for Whatever reasons. Yeah, but But, yeah, China for me.
1: Oh, 100%. And hopefully she could be in the Hall of Fame by herself instead of just the X because she wasn't just the She was her own person, like it or not. And you know, um, China was also supposed to win the WWE title back in the day, but Pirates got involved. I was torn for number one, and I was so happy that you said um, China for number one because these two I was torn. And it was going to be China. And then another one was, you said it, Mickey James. Yeah. Mickey James was number one because, you know, she had that crazy stalker gimmick with Trish Status and going to WrestleMania 21, having that great match. And then, you know, her going through the Picky um, picky James back in 08 mm-hmm. and staying with that company after that. And then after getting fired, her tr- stuff going into the truck, like delivered in a trash bag to come back to the same company that had. Did that to her and be like, Yeah, I'll work for you. You guys need women's I'm like you, you that's so like not pet it's not petty. It's like believe forget about it. Like, yeah, you need women's, I don't I need a paycheck, sure. Like it's like you know, we hear companies like Tony, Tony Storms are like, Oh, WWE killed my passions for wrestling, you did this, did, did that. But like Trish I'm not Trish, Mickey Jane's literally got treated like trash as she left. And then she came back to the company for a one off. And I'm like, that couldn't be me. If a company fired me, and then. I'm going to be petty. I'm going to be petty. And she is a better person than I can ever be. She'd been through so much, like I said. And to show up back into this company, like, and still going, like, mm-hmm. damn, like, good for you. So, yeah, Mickey James, number one for me.
0: You know, it, it's without saying, there's so many more names we can go through. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just. Especially nowadays where things are getting insanely better in that aspect where, Mm. you know, we've referenced it many times on the podcast. Women's wrestling used to be the bathroom break of the pay-per-views, the TV shows, because we all knew it was just like non-technical, non-whatever. I mean, but you go to matches like Bayley and Sasha Banks, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. That match alone is a masterclass. The whole Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Triple Threat, main eventing WrestleMania. I mean, it's those things. Yeah, it's those things that make it special.
1: And I want to at least mention two ones that I mentioned before that I just thought of. The Sincenso Sherry. Yes. Yeah, and Molly Holly, who still goes Mm. to the uh, the Rumble she produces. I feel like if he didn't say those two, we would just get our head cut off, Kev. But And like I said, there's so many more. We could go down the list. But if you want to hear more of us talking and rambling and killing time while you guys... Hopefully, you listen to us on your bathroom break. You can listen to us on the Get Comfy Podcast. Kev, take it away.
0: Of course. If you want more episodes of the Get Comfy Podcast, the Get Comfy Lowdown, and the Get Comfy Game Break, you can tune in to this very podcast every single Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and, of course, the Believe Network. I have been Kalo, joined by the one and only Eamon and Mike. And we'll see you guys next time. Later. Thank you for listening to Believe.